Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. One of the scams you encounter if you run a business is people will contact you and send you things that look like bills in the hopes that you'll pay them. And quite often, they're not bills, and quite often they're just stuff that someone sends you hoping you'll pay it. But it depends on what it looks like. And so Donna sent me notes to Steve, check the story out, out of Wisconsin. A Florida company's been sued over a mailer that they sent to new Wisconsin businesses. So if you open up a business in Wisconsin, you'd get a mailer from a company out of Florida. And now they're being sued. So NBC15 ran the story, WMTV. Uh, Nick Viviani wrote it. The state's Justice Department filed a lawsuit against a Florida company accused of tricking thousands of fledgling Wisconsin companies into filing a government form through it and charging many times more what the form would typically cost. In a lawsuit filed late last month, the Wisconsin Department of Justice alleges the company sent approximately 65,000 mailers between November of 2020 and mid-2022 to newly formed businesses, encouraging the companies to file a Certificate of Status form through its agency. That type of form comes from the Wisconsin Department of Financial Institutions and includes information such as the company's name, when it was formed, and its current status. At the time the mailers were sent, DFI charged $10 for a certificate of status. This company, on the other hand, wanted $72.50. So nearly one in 10 businesses that received the form replied, according to the DOJ. Now, the DOJ noted that the company used the name Wisconsin Certificate Service or Wisconsin Certificate Service along with a Madison, Wisconsin return address. And the difference between those two, I'm sorry, as I, as I said, Wisconsin, but it's actually the abbreviation WI. So WI Certificate Service or Wisconsin Certificate Service. The state agency argues this was done to fool the recipients into believing the mailer came from Wisconsin government agency and pointed out the address in the state's capital was for a mailbox at a UPS store. By posing as a state government service, this company defrauded thousands of legitimate businesses for hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's from the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, the secretary there making a statement. Uh, the lawsuit lists several ways the company may have created a false impression that it was a state government agency as opposed to an out-of-state private business, which is what it was. The DOJ contends the mailers were sent soon after the businesses registered with DFI, which would create the impression that they were linked to the standard registration process. Now, a lot of this stuff is all government documents which are open to the public. And so anybody who wants to can go into the Capitol and go through these filings and see who has recently filed papers with the state. And then you get their address and you send them a thing saying, if you want to, you can get the certificate of status for $72.50. And it depends on how it's phrased as to whether or not it looks like it's something that's optional or not. Additionally, a please respond by stamp atop the page along with form identification codes and barcodes at the bottom would allegedly lead the recipient to the conclusion that the forms were official. They were official. Made them look like they were from the state. The following also quoted a message from the company that government lawyers asserted something, which further reinforced an impression that the mailer came from a state agency. Congratulations on registering your business with the state of Wisconsin. Your articles have been filed with the Secretary of State and are complete. You have one step left in order to buy your optional Certificate of Status from Wisconsin Certificate Service. Now, you'll notice the word optional was in there, but you had to catch that. 
The Justice Department acknowledges the forms were sent to Wisconsin businesses, uh, and they stated the sender was not related to a state or government agency. The filing averred that that part was hidden in the fine print and in an inconspicuous location on the form. In the example form provided by the state in its announcement of the lawsuit, the disclosure is included on the top half of the page in a paragraph placed below the respond by request and business address and above the information recipient is asked to verify. The paragraph, which includes a description of the form and the text quoted above, is written in a smaller font than the majority of the form. As part of the lawsuit, the DOJ is asking the court to order the company to repay the companies who lost money as a result of the mailer, to ban the company from further similar actions, and to impose civil forfeiture on the defendants, which, in addition to the company itself, includes three people tied to the company. Right now, there are people in Wisconsin who opened up businesses going, wait, I got ripped off? (laughs) I assure you, somebody watching this video is going to go, hey, it happened to me. And it probably happened to a lot of people. But there's a couple things going on here. And I get stuff all the time, and so do you, in the mail that looks official. And I get stuff saying, you know, regarding your 2019 Ford Explorer. And it's designed to look like it came from Ford. But it didn't. And they just got the information from the state that says, you know, they go give us the names of all the people who bought 2019 Ford Explorers and their addresses. I don't think the states should give that information away or sell it. But they do. And it's something that that we are apparently powerless to stop. And that upsets me greatly. But I can't worry about everything all the time or I'd never be happy. Um, but it's one of the things that bothers me the most is that all of your information that the state has in any agency, uh, they'll sell to anybody who pays for it, short of like your social security number. And even that, I wouldn't be surprised if they'd sell that for the right money. But there is an interesting question here. And I'm going to teach you a word that you've probably not heard recently. And we're talking about conspicuousness, whether or not something is conspicuous. So believe it or not, in the law, They talk about how there are often times where you must notify somebody of something. And they might even say you need to notify them in writing. Many of the statutes that address notifying somebody of something in writing, think about this, if I simply said it had to be in writing, I could write it in really tiny point, little tiny letters at the bottom of of a page. And by the way, I could put them on blue paper and use a dark blue font, you might not even be able to see it. See, but it's in writing. It's there, right? So they'll say it must be in writing and it must be conspicuous. It must be conspicuous. Then the question becomes, what does conspicuous mean? And I I hate to admit this, but but it'll make complete sense and I'll tell you why. But I've actually read extensively on what makes something conspicuous when put in writing and handed to a consumer. Because there are several places in the law where merchants or manufacturers or warrantors must notify a consumer of something in writing and in a conspicuous manner. So, for instance, you'll know that if you buy a product and you take the shrink wrap off and you open the box up and you pull out the warranty manual and it says, no warranties, you'd say, wait a second, I couldn't see that when I was buying the product at the store, even though I got it in writing, It wasn't conspicuous. I literally couldn't see it. Talk about a lack of conspicuousness. (laughs) But there's better ones. And I've actually seen litigation on this where 
a dealership made all kinds of statements, some of them in writing, about the quality of a car. And then on the application for title, not the purchase agreement, but the application for title, underneath remarks, it says, as is, no warranties. Now, you can disclaim the implied warranty merchantability if you do so in writing and it's conspicuous. And you might say, but Steve, it was in writing, right? Yeah. You could read it. That's conspicuous, right? Well, the question is, is someone looking for a warranty disclaimer on the application for title, in particular, when the copy given to the consumer at the time of the sale is pink and the writing is red? Seriously. And so you can also ask about things, like I said before, about the size of the type, right? There are cases where courts have sat there and discussed this. And they said, well, on the one hand, they used this size type while the rest of the type was this size. They used this color ink on this color background. And they start discussing how there's all these different factors that go into whether or not something's conspicuous. And so in a situation like this, you start a company and you file your papers and you immediately get kicked back a letter that says, you know, you can buy this thing from us. And uh, it's a certificate of status, and the return address is Madison, and it looks official. And if you read every single word of the document, somewhere on there it says this is optional. It's optional. But you have to take the whole thing into account, I think. So we'll see what happens. But the lawsuit was simply just filed. The people who are being sued very well could stand up and go, you know something? We disclosed it was optional. And if people foolishly want to buy from us for $72.50 what they can buy from the state for $10, that's on them. But they obviously don't know they can get it for $10. So our service of contacting them and getting it for them, that's worth something, right? So the real question here is, is this wrong? Or are they simply taking advantage of the fact that people sometimes don't know these things and they're getting money from them? We'll see what happens. I'm very surprised the state stepped in on this. But I suspect what's happening, many of you figured this out too, is the state's going, hey, we, we got competition. <laughs> and number two, we could have charged $72.50. <laughs> we were selling these things for $10. <laughs> what's wrong with us? So there you go. Nick Viviano wrote that for NBC15, WMTV. Uh, Florida company sued over mailer to new Wisconsin businesses. And Donna sent it to me. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Never fight an inanimate object.